Folks, this week's episode, big announcement, is brought to you by TiVo. That's right, TiVo. Neil, you remember TiVo? Shiv, do I? Hey, y'all remember TiVo? Before they invented TiVo, you couldn't watch TV. If you were gone, dude, you were gone. Unless you had a big, bulky VHS situation, you were fucked, man. You couldn't see it. Well, no, I mean, yeah, TiVo revolutionized literally one of the best inventions of my lifetime. Uh, And now they've stepped their game up because uh, you can – if you have a TiVo – one of the great things about TiVo is showing you other shows that you would want to watch, which most DVRs don't have, and they'll automatically record it for you if you want. Right, and not only that, they got this news situation where if you've got cable – and this beats the hell out of your DVR because if you have cable, you don't just have to go home and watch that shit in your pathetic-ass apartment. You can transfer this to your iPad, bring it to your girl's house, Watch it while you're taxing that ass. You can bring the recordings anywhere with you and watch them anywhere. You like to bang and watch Grey's Anatomy. Do you not, listener? Yeah, so you can do that. You can, yeah, you can watch your shows from wherever you want, whenever you want, instead of having to, like, I got it downstairs. We got to go. Like, you watch it anywhere. You want to watch Game of Thrones inside of an actual throne which i actually that. would i want i want this i want it too. i want this you can watch on an airplane you can watch it waiting in line at the dentist's office whatever uh, also you can ser- it searches cable and the web to find any movie that you want any show and it'll search for it and it's got netflix hulu plus amazon youtube all in one this shit is actually good i mean i am being a corporate chill right now but i kind of believe in it yeah and there's a new thing too called the tivo mini which is one TiVo box will work on a second TV. So from the couch to the kitchen, from the minivan to 35,000 feet, I guess that's an airplane thing. I didn't write that last yeah. part. TiVo makes TV. It's pretty obvious when you didn't write, when you <laughs> when you are reading and when you're saying. Well, do you think this is uh, natural or not? TiVo well, no, makes you're... TV about a thousand times better. Uh, okay, and here's the promo code. Get fuck with these people. Fuck with You're going to go to TiVo.com, T-I-V-O.com. And you can get a $25 off a new TiVo Premiere P4, P4 or, or, or XL4 DVR. DVR if you use the promo code ATC. For all things comedy, ATC. A-T-C. The code is set to expire on 11 2013 so You'll probably be dead by then. That's it's in likely. November. If you watch as much TV as you're about to watch when you get this TiVo, you'll definitely be dead by next year. And that is a message from our sponsors. ATC. TiVo.com. Fuck with it. Now you're fucking with the champs. Hey, it's Melissa Castro jumping in first for this one. Yeah. Uh, just some quick updates on our live dates. Me and Neil are going to be in the Montreal Comedy Festival together just for laughs. I'm getting there on the 17th of July. Neil's getting there on the 22nd of July. We'll both be doing shows. So if you are in Quebec and you speak English, come fuck with us. Um, and then I will be also at the Bloomington, Indiana Comedy Attic uh, August the 16th and 17th. And uh, some other fun stuff. Go to MosheCasher.com for all that. Neil Brennan? Yeah, Moshe. Hey, g- great. That was, those are great dates. Thank you very um, much. September 12, 13, 14, I'm going to be at the Punchline in San Francisco. So come fuck with me My there. Favorite That's club. all I got. Favorite I'm club in the shit. country. And I'll it tell you this. Club. Also, September uh, the 7th and 8th, I will be in Nevada City for a comedy show that is being curated by Doug Pound. Yes, so if you think that Doug we're Pound. If you think that we're alienated from our former co-host, I, I have been asked by Doug, 
to go to his comedy Guess show. Guess who wasn't asked? Neil, but look, it's complicated with Neil. Listen, I also want to say that Doug has a great web series out. It's called Poundhouse. It's on the Jash Network, so go watch his yes. web series. You got anything to promote, man? Yes, I have a lot of things to promote. Uh, first, uh, tomorrow's my sister's birthday. Happy birthday, so sister. I want to say happy birthday yeah. to my sister, Toy. Um, and then Spell I, it. Uh, T-O-I. Okay. That's how I would have yeah. spelled it, too. Um, <laughs> you know, I also would like to promote that I will be shooting tomorrow and working out. Um, shooting, ba- shooting buckets? Yeah, just shooting basketball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You okay. Know, and uh, just working out. I like to promote that. I want to say um, happy birthday to your workout yeah, as well. Yeah, happy birthday to my workout. Yeah, this, this is, is the anniversary of me working out. <laughs> I, um, I also like to promote... Uh, you know, uh, you know, during Christmas time, I think everybody is uh, in the Christmas spirit. So, you know, I would like to promote Black Santa. Sure, sure. sure. And oh, it's July, yeah, yeah. so what better time uh, to promote? He, Baron owns the right to the term Black Santa. Is that for real? Well, yes. it, it, um, Black Santa is uh, is hard for me. I like I licensed the state to Black Santa. There is a Black Santa clause in. Um, I licensed the rights to his his estate. <laughs> okay, sure. So does we, he live in the North Pole? Yes, he does. Okay. You know, growing up in Oakland, uh-huh. we're doing dates right now. By no, the way. we're just going. Are we, are we going? Are I mean, we let's go right into it. This is so funny. What's yeah. the point? Yeah. No, I agree. Oh, you look, we're going right into. Normally, we like do music and all that shit. But well, fuck we'll it. bring the music. We'll have had music, and people will be shocked. Okay. And we're going to go right into Black Sand. People right now are just starting to listen because they're so shocked that we went straight into yeah. dates after the music. But you're uh, so funny with that workout thing. I think we're just going to keep. Okay, it Okay, I'm sorry. I, I I liked it. This is. It was funny. This no, we is a first. It. Yeah, this is a good first going. For me. I, I, yeah, I, he's never, never done a podcast. A toy. Black people don't fuck with podcasts. No, I'm looking at the setup and I'm like, oh man, this is cool. Like, but also you could do it. You know people. Like we've done it with. I mean, we've done it with people. We know we do all comedians. You could do yeah, it with all I, basketball yeah. players. Neil yeah. literally only knows Dave Chappelle, and we've come that's to literally you know, all Neil I know. knows everyone. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, we were at Eddie Murphy's house, yeah, yeah. and uh, we were doing a podcast <laughs> with Eddie Murphy. Believe me, uh, Martin Eddie came by. Yeah. Uh, I didn't know em. black people <laughs> like cheese. <laughs> <laughs> Can't get Eddie. <laughs> Can't get enough. Not dude. even gonna ask. <laughs> that would be like the end if I ever asked Eddie. He'd be like, "What? What?" Oh, he would just say, He'd "Absolutely just be like, no. not." I mean, he should. He I, should. I, yeah. I agree. He, he should be here. He should be here I now agree. doing the podcast. I agree. I mean, look, I'm glad you're here. Yeah. Look, I'm, we're all happy you're here. Uh, you too. own the rights to Black Sand. Uh, all right. Our guest today is Baron Davis. Oh, now, it's Baron Davis, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, Baron Davis. Big applause. Uh, now, Baron Davis, how long <laughs> you are fucking? Uh, you're NBA you're like an elder statesman at this point. Elder statesman of the sport not, and the game. I'm not. Um, <laughs> shit. I mean, you're not. You're not a statesman. I'm not elderly. In the <laughs> NBA, you are. I'm not really. No. I mean, you know, uh, you don't want to be. You don't want to be 34. I'm a, I'm a veteran. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah, you can't no, be. I, but also, yeah. guys are playing longer, so it is like. Yeah. You played how many years so far? 13. Uh, 13. It's a lot of fucking years, yeah, man. That's a lot. That's a lot. Like I was looking at who you're drafted with, and ain't nobody still in it except our test, right? You know, our test. Ellen Brand, uh, Richard Hamilton. Uh, Jason Terry. Oh, all right. Miller. So I was dead yeah, wrong. Yeah, we had, we had a good solid class. You know, a lot of guys who contributed. That's going to sound like, I know you're trying to be hip-hop with your mic. <laughs> yeah, my you could see it. I was it waiting looked, for the rap. I was spit. waiting for the music. Yeah. Yeah, my yeah. Yo, spit something. Yeah. Um, oh, no, I can't. I'm uh, not allowed yeah. to rap on the I don't like. I don't like I'm white tried. people rapping. Oh, okay. Yeah, uh, I, I, I understand that. Yeah. Uh, Baron uh, has made a nice amount of money playing basketball. How much specifically? Like 
<laughs> Contract- Hold on, let me do the math up. in my head. Yeah, we can look it up. <laughs> the last time I checked, uh, what's your bank account how sitting at right You've now? You've grossed how much playing basketball? It's got to be eighty. You signed you an eighty million answer. dollar contract, right? Yeah, I mean, probably something like that. That's Here's a- an interesting thing, and yeah. I want to bring. Okay, uh, do you ever feel guilty? Because I was, uh, I bring up Blake from time to time on the podcast, sure. regular guest. Yeah. I once one of said friends. something of one of my friends. <laughs> yeah. One of the people he knows. <laughs> yeah. the, he's the Dave uh, Chappelle. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. basketball. The basketball. Right yeah. Um, yeah. The, uh, I once made fun of him. Uh-huh. Something about having money. Yeah. And he actually, I kind of hurt his feelings. And the, the thing was, he was going to endorse something. I was like, well, yeah, you never know when that 100 million bucks is going to run out. Right. My point was, we're all so dumb in thinking that we all just got to make as much money as possible. Do you and I, I think he feels bad that he understands that you guys get paid so far out of proportion for regular people. Does that ever enter into your head like this is way too much money for what I'm doing? I mean, we, you know, you say the same thing about, you know, entertainers or musicians or yeah. politicians or hedge fund right. leaders or yeah. you know, people who just get, you know, we, yeah. we we at the end of the day we're entertainers. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then not only, you know, do we entertain? We entertain on a, on a very high level and put our body at risk. You know right. what I'm saying? So it's not not like, you know, oh, woe is you know, us. Like, we get paid very well. It's a great business. It's a great entertaining business you know, right. to the world. So as, uh, as a unit, you know, we all kind of, like, want our piece of the pie. And we yeah. work very hard as individuals and as a committee and as a league to make money so you know the more money we make or you know the more visible our sport is and and you know people are watching because we do a good job with role models. right all that weighs in you know what I yeah mean? do so, you were you involved with the strike stuff uh yeah i mean of course i was locked out just like everybody else but were you on the, <laughs> were you like close or did you go to the yeah i went to yeah i went to some meetings you know i went to a few meetings and uh you know, do you ever feel like guys, like, for instance, do you ever get the feeling, like, when you talk about it, it is a collective, when guys are, when guys fuck up, if guys get drugs or fights on the court or some dumb, or the Gilbert Arenas thing, just some dumb shit, are you like, yo, this is not good for the collective? Or is it even I just mean, like, you, you know, gotta do you what know you gotta what it do? It is, it's like, we all human, you know right. what I mean? And we all, like, we're raised differently and we all have different paths and you just never know when you can just fall into some shit. You know what I mean? You can be walking down the street and yeah. not pay attention and just fall into some shit. Now, a like lot fall of into times, a major crime, yeah, you're saying? Yeah, yeah like that can major happen. Crime. Next thing you know, yeah, next thing you, know you, you, like, murdered, so you murdered somebody. <laughs> I had murdered that Next person. thing you know, it's the afternoon. It's like a Tuesday afternoon. Next thing you know, you like, have damn, done murdered somebody. Murdered Why did I do that? I have so, I have so much money in a committee. It's going to hurt the league. I shouldn't have murdered that person because of the committee. Yeah. The collective. Well, that's what's funny. NBA, as much as they used to shit on you guys like with wearing throwbacks and chains and all that shit, ain't nobody murdered nobody. NFL, there's a murder. Murder every year, pretty much. <laughs> is that right? Pretty much. Do you think the demographic of football is more? Well, it's vi- it's a more violent sport. You think that's it's what a way it is? more violent sport? I mean, it's just like you know, like I say, people you know grow up and a lot of like the way I look at it is, and I don't like to preach, but dudes need mentors. Like people need to go. It's it's people need to have the right type of people around them and understand them so they can get help. You know what I mean? We're, right. We're young individuals that usually come from like places that. All we see is violence or drugs right. or like how life is like that is how our lives are supposed to be. So when we make it to answer your question about money, it's not so much that we feel guilty. It's just like 
we're loners. So where's the connection to the people who really have money that we're supposed to relate to and then where we come from? Like You mean a money mentor is what you're saying? You need a mentor on all levels. You yeah, need a money right. mentor. You need that. a psych mentor. Because the only guys like, like them are yourselves. And it's the only, the only guys right. like you. If you're 20 or 22 right. or 23. The only guys that are like... 27 those are like right. the, those are the guys that like right. and like, no one wants to really just go like yo what the fuck are you doing because right. it's, like, it's right. another adult and everybody has their own family their own situations so right. it's not like you know as much as we can we support each other and help each other as much as we can but shit man i got a family and, and friends and wants and needs i hear you i mean if there's any nba players listening right now i'm i will i'm available to mentor yeah, any I'm, of them. I'm available too. Well, probably <laughs> go with me, I think. And like, I think they'd be smarter to go with me. As, as a young Jewish comedian, I do have a lot of lessons. You do have a lot of connections. <laughs> yeah, that's true. As a young, as a young Jewish comedian, you, you do have a, a lot of connections. Like agent or a lawyer or an accountant. I can I bring you up. it up with him all the time, which is you grew up in South Central. Yeah. And then when did you, and then you went to Crossroads, which right. is like a rich white prep school, basically. What gave you the it's idea not nice of him to, bring yeah, that that's up. Not to go like, to that? But it's not like a rich white. It, it wasn't a, a rich white no. prep school when I went. It, it was wasn't? More, no, it was more like a, it was a prep school. It was a private school for like arts and science. So Got it was it. just more so like kind of people who were kind of special in their own, in their own kind of art or in their own. Oh, all right. What were you doing? Sense of what being. was special about you? Man, I was just, ha- I was a part of a program called a better chance where they give kids scholarships and, uh, you know, I applied and I got in. Did you get a better chance? Uh, I had a much better chance. Yeah. You want to know? What, you want to know some small world yeah. shit? Nineteen seventy-seven, seventy-eight, when the A Better Chance program started, ABC they call it in yep. the biz. Yep. Mm-hmm. Guess wh- what family took in uh, a black kid once a week to come and live with them? The fucking Brennans. The Brennans. Bang. Oh, that's that give and go right there. Okay, I'll give you five. That's that give that's and go. That's the pick and roll. people. Yeah. That's no, that's a, that was that's my a, earliest exposure. Oh, so you might say that you're better off having been exposed to black people at of a young course. age. Of course. That's yeah. what I say. And I said this yeah. to you, which is the guys that have a hard time in the league is guys that just haven't dealt with that many right. white people. So they That's just, why, like, we're having a conversation and you're kind of like... Yeah, no, you're trying to catch up. Oh, dude. oh, dude, you don't know me. I just look like this, homie. Um, oh, he called you homie. Oh, shit. He's about to raise oh, he up. Got, he got oh, his mouth. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Closer, please. Uh-oh. Dude, I went to Crossroads, Uh-oh. too, in my own way. Yeah, yeah. I had a better chance. No, he's like, he grew up horrible. No, no, no. He grew up it's around. not about... Yeah, that I was just no, yeah. no, no, we're, trying to be funny. We're just yeah, we're, you we're, succeeded. We're, <laughs> yeah. uh, um, no, he grew up in in garbage. I grew up uh, straight up in gar in a pile in of garbage, Jewish garbage. See. Yeah, <laughs> which is golden nuggets. Deaf, <laughs> deaf, deaf Jewish garbage. Correct. Yeah, Jewish. He grew, garbage. Both of his parents like, were deaf. Which is literally like, can't hear. Literally you know, can't target. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Target, that's like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, that's what, that, whenever they that, Jewish that charity. Beyond, you know yeah. how poor we were? We had to shop at Macy's, dude. Yes. You don't understand. <laughs> yeah, when people were like, it's for a Jewish charity. I'm like, huh? <laughs> are you sure? What, what are you even talking Yes, there's poor Jewish people. All right. Um, and then, so you went to Crossroads, and then were you going to, you must have had to leave home every morning at 6 yeah, or something. I had to leave home at like 6, 6.30. And then every day was kind of like, you know, carpool with different pe- people to get to school. I would get home every night at like six o'clock, five o'clock, six o'clock, you know, because uh, my ride or the carpool ride usually didn't get off of work. So, oh, all right. So, like, minute. adults were driving you? Yeah. Oh, and wow. So they had to like, grade, yeah. they yeah. had to like coordinate the whole thing. Yeah. And you had siblings? I have two sisters. Uh, one oh, is toy, twelve right. years, 
12 years older, and then Toy is a year younger. So they, but they did not get a better no, chance. No, Toy, Toy did not get a better chance. <laughs> Poor Toy. And, and <laughs> Toy tires. In the long run, Toy is like she's beating me right now. You know? Go on. So How? She's got been, 81 million. Yeah, she has 81, but she's a, a college graduate. Cool. And she, you know, she's a teacher or uh, runs a school program uh, down in Baton Rouge, like a Christian school. So oh, that's awesome. Director of a Christian school. Um, so that's why she beat me, you know, college degree. And yeah. Wouldn't that be great if, if, lives, if happiness was a status symbol? I mean, it just isn't. <laughs> right. I, it's so not, but it really should be. Like, toy should, you know, we should be interviewing toy right, right. now. If there was any goddamn justice she's, she's in this a world. Lot, she's a lot funnier than I am. No, right. Baron, yeah. don't. Don't beat yourself don't do up. do this to yourself, no, Baron. She's so much but also, hold the fucking mic to your okay, mouth. Sorry about that. Yeah. He's, um, all right, so, so you... black people. Given I mean, he, black yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm comfortable. I'm hey, you over there, stop smoking weed. Get your ass over there. Hold on. He truly is the mentor of the group. <laughs> Get your, I'm like fucking Morgan Freeman. Like, what the fuck are you doing? Um, all right. So then you you go to UCLA. Did yeah. you? And you got you were a great high school player. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I became good uh, my my junior year. So I was five five in um, five three in ninth grade. Five five in tenth grade. Uh, not getting recruited at all. I like had to. Uh, Were you good for your size? That yeah, kind of I thing? was good, but nobody really knew who I was right. or where I was. Crossroads was not really recognized except right. for on the what? west side. And not the for prep basketball. school didn't have a crazy basketball no. program. Uh-uh. Nah. Well, Austin Crozier had went there, and we won CIF when I was in eighth grade. But once he left, it was like my ninth grade year and tenth grade year. We weren't really making much buzz. So you know, right. quick as you're, you're, you know, you're high and everybody's jocking you, you know. Did you and once you, and so you grew a foot? So I grew like from uh, my sophomore year to my junior year. I grew to about like five nine over the summer, and I went to Nike camp and I got a chance in Nike camp and wind up like getting recruited by UCLA after that. And by the time my senior year came, I was already like, you know, is he going to go pro or is he going to go to college? And oh, so and but you were recruited. by in, in I was senior you were six whatever you are five, now ten five eleven by my senior year. But I was like dunking on everybody. Like oh right, how tall are you now? Uh, six two. Oh okay. Yeah. So you're not is that that's not super tall? No. Right. Uh, you're you're tall. like, but you're you're athletic and you're also thick yeah, in the middle. Athletic and you can like, post you know, I've been up. smaller than everybody, so I've been playing the guard position. So now I'm just as big. Right. As everyone. So I, you know, I was just, you know, able to dominate. Um, what did you make uh, when you started getting recruited? I, what do you think of college athletics in general? Because I've kind of, it seems a bit, you know, they make, they don't have guys like him come. They, they go, hey, we'll give you a $20,000 uh, cash, basically gift certificate for this college and you'll play for us. And guys like him, guys like Blake, right. end up grossing millions of dollars for your university all in with uh, people, ticket sales and jerseys and all that right. shit, and you don't get shit. Do you, what do you think of that? I don't really know what I think, to be honest. Like, you know, some days I feel like um, the system is flawed and right. like, we have to pay college athletes. And the, like, I feel like there should be something. Right. Because not everybody is going to make it to the pros. Not everybody is going to become a successful lawyer or business manager or just, you know, be that successful in life. And they may be great college players who have had a great run and generated so much revenue for the school. I think that that person should automatically be gifted something or right. 
kept a part of the organization, you know, like the, some head yeah. or something, right? I mean, more than some head, some head and some money. <laughs> okay. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah, got the head bottom. is cool, no, but I the money it. is what you know. Right. Yeah. yeah, the money is what you need. Uh-huh. Yeah, <laughs> but that, you can get head. Believe me, yeah, they yeah. have plenty of head. The money, you can get some. <laughs> <laughs> For you, you never seen Scarface, motherfucker. First, you get the money, then you get then the head. you get the power, then you get uh, the women. Right? Uh, do you? Uh, all right, so you're you, that's interesting because yeah, that is that's how I feel. Where it's like, something like something yeah. morally questionable on both sides, though, about paying students. Man, it's 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 well, it's, it's like athletic, uh, amateur athletic. The thing you, about it is that there's so many rules, right? And you can't do this, you can't do that, and of course you have to govern because you have to govern a bunch. Like it's chaotic, you know, right. just a, a recruiting and <clears throat> all that. So you have to have some rules, but I think in certain cases athletes the, the the college athlete is not really given the opportunity to realize the best situation for them and i mean like with transfer like if a coach can leave and go to another school and like immediately start and start right. playing i feel like you know oh yeah players have to, to wait a year too. just like weird you know, shit but you gotta have some you know some system of organization and rules and it's a touchy subject and like you know people are gonna argue that that's just like not one of the things in life that I'm like that, have an opinion on, you right. know what I mean? I just feel like make the most that you can out of college, and you know, and that's the best moments of your life. So you are getting an incredible experience in life and a foundation that is um, that's priceless. That you know you can't even measure. And you and you actually believe that? I, I'm, I lived it. Yeah. You know what I mean? It was like some of the happiest moments in my life, some of the happiest times in my life as a young basketball player, a young man, just like being out on your own. And feeling safe and, you know, feeling safe in that you can do stuff. You know what I mean? Right. Like having routine and like being being almost prepped to be a professional. In that right. Aspect. That's like the right <laughs> thing about God. Like he just you just explained college well, in a way that right. It's like that a, is that's what it should be. I had the wrong point of view. But on isn't it. that college in theory, the mentor right, that, right. that is missing or whatever? Right. I mean, that yeah. is the mentor right. in some way, right? Yeah. Right, but they don't teach you, hey, you're going to get uh, your, in a year, you're going to make $4 million, right. then six, right. then eight. Do not then spend 80. all of that on rims. Don't yeah. do that. Yeah. yeah. Um, do spend, you spend what, spend what you want. Take care of whatever you want. Put the rest in the bank. Yeah, is that what is your theory? Yeah, what is your like operating principle? Get what you want. Class? Get what you want. What's put the, the big? What's the dumbest, biggest thing you've ever bought? I mean, obviously, like probably jewelry. Right. How much jewelry do you have? I don't know. And you're not even wearing jewelry. I don't wear. No, I gave it away. Who do you just because it, it just didn't age well? Oh, you gave it away to a criminal. <laughs> it had oh it had been stolen. You and gave it away time. to a criminal very quickly. <laughs> I mean, yeah, when he pulled the gun. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, here you go. Here's all <laughs> the no, 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 I don't care about this shit. Here's a gun. And I was like, oh, and <laughs> here's way. some jewelry. Transaction complete. Yeah, you can have these diamonds. Do you? So you would buy shit as young guy or like? Yeah, when I was young, you know, I lived, man. I bought, you know, I bought jewelry. I had a um, I had nice cars and shit. I had, you know, we was eating, we eating good. Like, but I think with me, cheesecake so factory. When, when, yeah, like <laughs> twenty people at the cheesecake. No, factory. that's what I'm saying. The me? NBA players. Yeah. Wow. NBA yeah, players at the cheesecake, cheesecake factory. Come on, dude. Cheesecake. And Lux, Grand Lux. Grand Come on, Lux. man. Yeah, it wasn't really around back then when I was like crustaceans. 
No, nah, too many people. Cost too much. Yeah. No. Cost too much. <laughs> I thought you were living, man. I mean, I'm living with the, you know, you know, but not with all the homies. You can't. Yeah. Have, and, and they don't, they don't, they don't want to go to crustaceans. You got to understand, like the homies, they want to go to cheesecake. Yeah. They mm-hmm. do not want to go to crustaceans. You know. That no, it's too nice. Yeah. Did Only you a, a few? Did yeah. you immediately start to have a posse grow I've up all, around I've you? I've always had, I've always had an entourage. I've really? always had a posse. I've always had like. Friends from all different backgrounds. Have so, we ever like, explained the uh, the posse on the show? I don't know if we ever have. I mean, because we basically only have black people on. Uh-huh. Uh, but no everybody. One, I mean, a lot of people have entourages. But right. I don't think black that people it's have posses. black people really have <laughs> white people call black people's yeah. entourage a posse. Well, see, um, we were speaking each other's languages. <laughs> yeah, right. We were bridging yeah. gaps here Come across on, the table. Uh, but it is the, from the garbage, baby. <laughs> <laughs> from Jewish garbage. Yeah. Uh, blind, deaf Jewish garbage. Um, <laughs> Walmart. Uh, yeah, it's just cut, yeah. crustaceans <laughs> yeah. only on special occasions. Uh, yeah, but it is like just people around that you know. Yeah. That I mean, because you're going into a thing, it's yeah. not. There's no peers where you are. It's like there is nobody. A great, the great philosopher Dave Chappelle used to say, "There's no one lonelier than a rich black guy because white people don't want you around, right. and black people resent the fuck out of you." So yeah, it's, it's like you need you a four hard, or five black people to, that you trust yeah. and you have them around. It's hard to relate because you're getting money and then the money automatically thrusts you into a position to deal with people that you don't necessarily want to deal with, know how to deal with, you know what I mean? And right. should be allowed to deal with. And that's all, you know, all, all angles. And, you know, it's, it's like, you're young and, and if you don't have the right people around you, you know what I mean? Like you're learning by watching, you know, right. and if there are, you know, veterans or other people or just people in your life that you trust and maybe steering you in the wrong direction, like you're pretty much fucked. You know what I mean? Because no one is willing, everyone else is just making money off you. So as long as you're performing and you're making the money, they're making their money. So they're not really going to tell you, right. like, hey, what to do with your money. That's your money. You know right. what I mean? Like, yeah, and, and they don't, actually, and they also think if they say something, then you'll be like, "The fuck away yeah, from like, me!" Oh, you t- oh, okay. Yeah, who the fuck are you? Him, you know yeah. what I mean? So yeah, there's a story. Know, it's just nobody's willing to be the no guy in sports, right? And um, you know that's like a big part of like a business that I'm starting is like just how to do the due diligence for athletes and like be the person that that is not afraid to tell them no, but no with an explanation. You know what right. I mean? Uh, what's, what's the company? What's the idea? It's, uh, just business management, business management and financial, like literacy and education. Right. And then, you know, uh, is it not part of the rookie? It is, you know, like the NBA do a, they do a great job. They do a really, really good job of giving you a crash course and then constantly updating you on what you need to be thinking about how to go to the proper channels to get what you need. Now, if you're sitting there and but it's all, all you want to do two days, right? It's all in like no, a, no, no. The, the rookie thing is is a week. Okay, you know what I mean. So it's like almost like a week seminars. Like, look, this is <clears throat> this is your life. You're about to be this hella is what, rich. This is what is about to happen to you for you. The, you know, we want you to. They're telling you everything. Everything they're telling you is the right thing. What? But you're 19 years old. Right, right? you're not and, listening. And, and it's some dude like me up there, 34, that's like playing, you know, could have 
Yeah, look at his flow, Better than he was because his knee was fucked up. And right. I'm telling you, tell everybody no. And they're like, man, like, man, you fuck grew up me. like me. You don't yeah, know right. me, you know what I mean? But yeah. like, Because you're on the other side of the, of yeah, the gap or whatever. Exactly. You're looking back and they're going, this dude doesn't exactly. know. Exactly. So a lot of times you're just not paying attention. You're thinking about. Man, I shit, I'm I'm stuck. My what, what my girl doing? What my homeboys doing? Like, yeah. you know, it's just like you can miss out on those those um those golden nuggets. Yeah, by not paying attention, and then it be you know every year they you know they tell you what to expect, and and they have people there for you. It's just a lot of times like your ego takes advantage of everything. You know what I mean? Right. Like your your ego and who people perceive you to be that takes over. Of who you who you are, and you you really like forget. Oh who yeah, you, are. you feel? Did you yeah. did you suffer from that? Where you felt like you had to ball out because like you got once your once your salary's in the paper, do you? Yeah, is no, there I a was thing of like man, I was just like I always like because when I was young, when I was in high school, and you know, I, there was a lockout when I was in college too. But when I was in high school, I played with a lot of pros. Mm. By the time I got to like my junior senior year. So I would like I became friends with him. So Eddie Jones, Shaq, you know Magic Johnson, like all these dudes was like super cool with me, and like you know Pooh Richardson, right? You know dudes would like take me under their wing and just tell me about you know I would, or I would hang with him. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I could I could see what was happening. So I was already like a rookie in the NBA right. for like three or four years right. because of like just the way I hung out with dudes. So when I got there, it was almost like okay, I know. I want to fuck off and goof around in this seminar, but I better pay attention to something. You right. know what I mean? Because I'm also scared shitless. You know what I mean? Because I'm seeing some of my favorite players like falling off. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, damn. Falling dude, off like, in what way? You mean financially? Like, damn, dude. Like, yeah, financially, like that dude's retired and busted. And, you know, he's trying to like keep his way back in. So I've seen like every type of NBA player. When you mean busted though, what do you mean? You mean broke busted or like, I mean, I thought you knew black language. Man. No, I, no, no, no. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm asking you to no, specify. No, no, I'm with, like, are you talking? Cause I've always like thought broke, like broke, like real broke. Like, what I'm saying. like broke baby mama, baby mama taking you for what you got. Cause you can't get back into the league. You, you not that good enough. Right. You know what I mean? You stupid. You know what I mean? You're not that <laughs> smart. Man, I don't Obviously. know why you're going to talk about Pooh Richardson like this. <laughs> no, Pooh Richardson is a smart dude. Is he? I mean, yeah. No, yeah, uh, no, I just It's mean, usually like, centers. I, no, just I always, <laughs> when you see a sports guy that says they're broke, from the other side, you always go like, okay. No, bro. But you're not broke. But they're broke. I mean, if you're there not, if you're not broke, you will be broke. On ESPN. Right. It's actually on Netflix. You will be transfixed. Yeah. It was what's it called again? Broke, broke, uh-huh. and it's literally just a bunch of guys. It's really well produced. Bunch of just a bunch of athletes to camera explaining what they did. All the shit that they bought. All the, all shit the that fucking. They just this like, motherfucker shows up with and a you're like living on. in a cliche mm-hmm. when you do that. It's like you're this right. has happened so many times, but it's not going to happen to me. Right? Like, I just signed for eighty million dollars. That's not happening to me. Like, uh-huh. there's no way. Like. I'm getting bills. Like, my bills is $3,000 when I go to the club. There's no way I'm going broke. Right. You know what right. I mean? Like, it only costs five, $6,000 for all of us to fly to Miami. There's no way I'm going broke. But you're only, you're only conditioning yourself of taking away from what you put in. And, mm-hmm. and you're, not, you're not getting $80 million. You know what I mean? You're signing for $80 million, but we're not giving you $80 million. By the time you get that $80 million, it's about really 
38, 40, yeah. 36. Yeah, that's what I say. Whenever you, I, out, you know what yeah. I mean? It's like, oh, I just, you know, I just signed a million dollar con, you know, I just signed for $1.2 million and I'm going to pay you $100,000 a month. You know what I mean? I'm going to take taxes out of that and you got to live and you got like people to take care of. Next thing you know, like, you living off of $30,000, you know what I mean? And think you putting 70 in the bank, but you've right. been getting about taxes. And you're spending 25. You're and, spending 25 right. automatically. Oh, I'm making 100, I'm spending 25. Right. What was the worst thing about what's the worst thing for you about being a professional basketball player at that level? What was the, the most negative thing? Um or or even just a moment or a story where you were just like what the fuck is going on here? I mean, I think the worst the worst thing about it is that it's it's it, 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 it you're 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 alone. You're lonely. So you're alone in like your thoughts, you're alone in like really like your space unless you're married or really like have like that true niche but still like in your brain you're 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 like you're thinking about the game all the time. You're thinking about getting better. You don't really have a lot of time off or a lot of time to yourself and I think that the biggest thing about being alone is like people don't understand you and you probably you know what I mean? like, and they can't really read you right you know because it's like um for example like you're talking to your brother at, you know every day you know what I mean and you you could be frustrated you know what I mean or he could be frustrated but I gotta work you know what I mean? I got to get up, go to practice. Not only that, I got to think about this game. I got to think about what I'm eating. Like, so I'm thinking about me, but I'm talking to him every day. And about four days go by, like, me, like, he pissed off because I don't sense his frustration with me. You know what I mean? Right. It's like, dude, I'm not thinking about you. Like, no offense, but I'm not thinking about you in that aspect, whereas mm-hmm. people don't really understand us. And, like, they let their their frustrations you know, out on us. It's you have a very. It's a hard job. Yeah, it's so, a like, taxing job in that. It, like, there's a. It takes. It's like being a comic, except every night you're doing a. You're doing an arena. Right, and you probably yeah. feel like you, here you are. You're a basketball player, man, a physical peak and financial peak. You shouldn't be feeling like right, that. And everybody right? wants to talk to you about your money. You uh-huh. know what I mean, or about basketball. And it's like, hey, man, like I like cool shit too. Mm-hmm. I like to dress. I like to like. You know, talk about the world, watch the yeah. news, or, you know, like, nobody ever really gets to know you, even the people who right. knew you before. Right. You right. know what I mean? Because they always want to hold on to the person they knew before you got the money. But you never change. Right. It's you like, never change. Yeah. You just, now you're somebody with a whole lot of money. So now they're looking at you like, damn, dude, like, you my last resort. I need you to help me with my damn rent. Like, I'm not thinking about your damn rent. You know what I yeah. mean? I'm thinking about this fucking game against the Spurs. I'm yeah. not thinking about paying your bills or me being your last resort. Like, that's the last thing you want to hear. Yeah, right. It's like you that, I mean? uh, that, uh, that documentary you gave me, the Beatles documentary, that story, Ringo Starr goes, he's talking about, he, know, he knew he really got big because he went to his aunt's house, who he'd been to a thousand times, uh-huh. and she brought him some tea. And he just, this is his aunt that he grew up with. Right. And he's drinking the tea and some tea spills. And his aunt like jumps up and is like, we can't have that. He yeah. spilled tea on himself. Right. And she starts like cleaning up. And he's just like, oh, right. my God, everybody, nobody yeah. gets me Everyone anymore. treats you different no matter what. Yeah. They treat you different. And then you lose. You really lose that innocence. Mm-hmm. And that, if you don't manage the humanity. that right. Yeah. If you don't really manage that right. How do you manage it? So you just got to be real. You just got to be true to who you are and learn from I, 
you know, I learned from other people's mistakes. Everybody got demons. You know what I mean? You got to be able to, like, forgive yourself and, like, not be afraid to, you know, follow your face. You know, not be afraid to make mistakes. Personally. Yeah, and not be afraid to ask for help. Give us an example of falling on your face and give us an example of asking for help. Um, I think when I, you know, was trying to start my film company mm -hmm. and being from Crossroads and, like, you know, knowing that I had a host of people who, you know, I could always go to for advice and I can go to for mentorship and just kind of, like, learn, work my way up the chain and learn, right. you know what I mean? And spend yeah. time, like, not fucking off partying and, you know, flying around the country and balling. I should have spent my time interning, you know what I mean? Right. So I get, I'm like, fuck that. I don't need that. I'm going to do it first. Then I'm uh -huh. going to show them. Then and learn then how. they're going to respect me at 22 years old. So you go off and you have these great ideas to make these movies or to start this film company. And you put money into it. You put money into a project and you realize, like, you don't know the first thing about fucking producing or directing or what, it, you know, what lens to use or like, and now, yeah. you, now it's just like your money is out there. You right. know what I'm saying? And like, that's like kind of like being caught in a situation where you, where you're doing business with the wrong people. Right. And you, but you don't even know. Yeah. You know what I mean? You don't and know not, what you don't know. And not relying on the people that, you knew can always help you. You know what I mean? Right. So in, in the same example. Yeah, that's the thing is people don't realize, like, when you start in showbiz, you're probably going to suck. Yeah. Like, when people, like, stand-up, basketball, anything yeah. that you, you start, your first thing's not going to be great. That's when right. people forward me videos. If if they if they Twitter me, I'll never watch it. I will always watch <laughs> it. Is that true? And never enjoy it. <laughs> <laughs> but like, there's something sick the inside of me that can't not watch it. I'll get a tweet like, check out my video. And I'll go, I'm not going to check out your fucking video. Right. Click. And then I watch right. it every time. Yeah. Uh, a, and then if someone says, you, I, <laughs> I want to show you my jump shot. If you know, like, no, that's a guy, it's the perfect analogy. It's like, yeah, you said, so, but, and then when someone that I know emails me like, Hey, I wrote this thing. I want to go like, are you sure you want me to read this? Because yeah. I'll never you're forget positive. this moment. Right. Is that what you mean? Yeah, you're yeah. like, get one shot. are you yeah. sure? I'll remember. Yeah, it's like, are you sure? You're <laughs> going to get way better. Hey, man, and the other thing I tell people is like, if you shoot something, you don't got to put it on YouTube. Yeah. Right. Hold it. Hold it. Sit, <laughs> sit on that shit. Yeah, make sure, make sure cool, it's funny man. in a month. <laughs> yeah. That's what yeah. they say about starting comedy in L.A. is it's a bad place to start comedy. The conventional wisdom is. Because all of these industry execs will be seeing you for the first time when you're in the beginning of right, your career. Right, and right. then they'll just go, oh, that dude's garbage. And yeah. then five years later, you're like, I'm still here and I'm really good now. They're like, I remember you. You're garbage. Right. Yeah. But I think, you know, also like the power of social media gives you a chance to practice and look at yourself and kind of like, it, you know, you have to you, know, you have to put in the work. You know, for yeah. one, you have to put in the work. But it does give you a good practice ground now. The way people see, you know, the way you promote it, you know, like it's like, hey, man, you know, this is a shit. Like I, I have people come to me all the time like, yo, I'm the next fucking Kevin Hart, dude. All we got to do is do one of these comedy shows. Yeah. You know what I mean? You know, we're going to do one of these comedy shows. We're going to sell out a couple of arenas and then we on. Right. Like, all right. Well, all right. I'm going to come fuck with you, dog. Like, I'm going to come, you know, I'm going to come see you. Where you at? 
Well, you know, I ain't performing right huh? now, but, uh, <laughs> you know, I'm doing a little thing at my homeboy's apartment. You know what I mean? It's going to be some yeah. powerful people. Like, okay. And you want to just go, uh, do a TV yeah, special? Yeah, that's all it takes. Like Kevin Hart. Okay. Yeah. That's well, exactly what we're going to do. Well, all I need is to get in do. that arena. Now, <laughs> yeah. The only thing that separates <laughs> me from Kevin Hart is access to an arena. Right. I need What I need is a lot of uh, talent that I don't right now have <laughs> and a lot of fans that I don't right now have. After that, right. boom, I'm in. That's just like a lot of my homeboys. Like, they, you know, just a lot of people – in music or people come up to me and be like, yo, like I need an agent. I need you to hook me up. I'm trying to try out for the Knicks. Like, you know, I'm, de- I'm sure I can make the team. I was like, and I just tell people like, okay, I'm sure you could make the team. And I'm sure if you're good enough to make the team, they would find you, dude. Like right. you would have yeah. been found. Oh, yeah, yeah. They're no, in the bit. Get it they need I got some Knicks. circumstances that keep <laughs> right. me from that. Right. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, they need like, Knicks. Yeah, They're looking like, for Knicks all right. the time. <laughs> right. As a player, you create your value. Like, your mom can't do it. You know, like, right. I need to talk to you. I need some advice for, for an yeah. agent. Or, like, my son down here, and he averages 16 points. And, like, yeah, no mean? one's all heard these, of it. All these agents are coming at him. All right. Just yeah. sit tight. Yeah. That's fascinating. Let him pick the right agent. And let him go through the draft. Yeah, so that's fascinating to me because, like, with comedy, I feel like, which is my world, uh-huh. I feel like you can delude yourself. Right. It, but basketball is so mathematic. Like, you either – the basketball either goes into the hoop or yeah. it does not go into right. the hoop. Right. You're either able to keep the basketball in your right. hand or you are not. Right. And to be delusional about how good you are at basketball, that's incredible. That's a real yeah. – uh, that's a high level. Do you, enjoy, you, do you enjoy clowning delusional people on the, in basketball? I mean, <laughs> I to yeah. look on your face. Says, I, mean, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I would. That's I, what I was thinking. I, like, I do. You know, I do. I like, I do, man. I, you know, I, I'm misunderstood. Who do you think? Who do you think people? Because all I, I all I want to do is like laugh and I, I really like crack jokes and like have fun. And but at the same time, like, don't fucking come with the bullshit. You know what I mean? So I have a quick temper. Got but it. it's all in like good fun, so people don't really know how to read me. Right. Well, I would say I have a quick temper, but it's all in good fun. It's not. That's not a comfort <laughs> right. zone for most right. people. Right. I do have a quick temper, but I promise. It but won't I promise, get promise it's going to be fun at the end. <laughs> I got a hot fudge Sunday for everybody. I, as soon as I'm end, done fucking chewing you out. Well, what's some of the funniest shit you saw, like in your career or in just in your life? Like, give us. Well, a that's the funny thing is, it's just. It, my favorite thing about me is like, very rarely are you going to work with fifteen black dudes your age in a good job, yeah. and it's like you're pretty much in charge, yeah. like you guys are in charge. Yeah. But I, yeah, are there any stories that like you you kind of can't? You don't have to tell names. Well, if I couldn't, if I can't, no, if you are, I'm what's not. like one you've never told that you is like, boy, that's a fucking good. So just omit names. Um. Shit, man. Like when I'm put on the spot, I, I yeah, no, usually please. like draw a blank. Yeah. But um, I mean, it's just, just even one you have told before. Just shit. A happens. good story. Like, shit happens, dude. Like shit happens. We want to hear shit. That's what we're here yeah, for. Like I mean, on the like, plane. We're mining the, for the shit right now. The idea of just guys on the plane gambling to me is the most is the funniest shit. Yeah. I mean, you know, shit. You just killing time. You, you know, playing some cars, killing time. Yeah. Some dudes like make beats. Some dudes like. You know, you know, like wrestle on the plane. Ooh, <laughs> now there we go. One, yeah, one time, yeah, one time there was a fight on the plane, and like another dude, 
that wasn't even in the fight got got a concussion. <laughs> he was just standing there. <laughs> oh, that's terrible. And he, he was like sleep. He was like sleep. And two and, and two dudes were on the plane, and they were kind of like, you know, just horse playing around. And then got serious, but not serious. And they was just like locked up. And then like the dude that was sleep in the, in like the seat on the aisle on the right side. Got a concussion. It was oh, like out. Did they like, punch him in the head, or they he got thrown? Yeah, he caught like a body. They, 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 uh, somebody elbowed him in the head when he was. Asleep. Can you imagine getting wake, woken up to a concussion? Yeah, that would uh, be the worst. Did was he mad or was he just like confused? I mean, it was just like the two dudes that were fighting. It wasn't like he could, you know, he, he wasn't gonna like challenge him. Oh, was he a, a bat? He wasn't a basketball player. Yeah, he was. Oh, okay. But it's like certain dudes are like bullies, you know? Right. What I mean? And like you ain't gonna really like. Mess with no bullies. That was you were talking about coaching one night about uh you said something about Don Nelson being a good coach in that he would tell talk about the thing you told me, which about like showing you guys, trying to motivate you guys or the practice yeah. thing. I mean he was just he was good because he he didn't have to if he yelled at you or if he challenged you, it made you want to go out and perform better. Because he had a funny way of kind of picking at you, like playing these psychological games. If I, you know, like I was not doing something that he asked me to do, and I was like set picks. So he came in one morning, and he was like, all right, guys, uh, we're going to have film. And we're like, film? I'm like, we don't never have film, dude. Like, film? You know, what it's like mean? rarely often. They watch like, we watch tape. the game. Oh, okay. So everybody like, oh, man, for real, film? Like, what? What coach home? You know what, what? What coach tripping about? So we get in there, and it's a tape, like a ten minute tape of Steve Nash and Mike Bibby setting screens and getting their teammates open, and it was just like other he players, was just, like other players other on other team, team. Right. and he was just like praising them. Oh man, the best screen setters in the world, and you know, like look at this that, good like, team. <laughs> like yeah, look look what he's doing to like these guys. That's why they're the best. You know what I mean? And it just kind of like ignited a fire. You know, like me, Monte. Jason Richardson to go out and to do that. You know what I mean? Like he had a way of like showing up to practice and being like, all right, you know, Steven Jackson, you know, um, you run, I'm going to sit back and you go ahead. You run practice. Let's see what happens. And what does that mean when you say run practice? Basically like he's in charge of practice. Like, and what would he have everybody do? Same drills, you know, like, because we own 10 minutes of drills, 10 minutes shooting, you know, stretching everything. Like he would, he would lead us from one drill to the next, make us go through our plays, sub people in and out. He had the power to do whatever he want. If he wanted to say "fucking practice is over," practice is over. Right, but you it was I mean? it was his it was Don Nelson's way of challenging a player. Like, are you gonna to be, buy to be, to be involved to be right. ingrained into like what we were doing, and also to see if you if you knew what was going on. You know what I right. mean? Like what what your what what your learning capacity is you know and and he would do it with myself you know different people monte like he would give you that you know and and it would make you want to learn you know study more you know what i right. mean and like be sharp be sharp about everything that you know what, what do you think your life would have been like if you had let's say abc didn't exist and you popped your achilles heel when you were 8 years old and couldn't play what do you think who do you who do you think you would be right now uh, I don't. You know what? To be honest, I you know I don't I don't know. 
We do. Come on out. I, he's here. <laughs> original, original Baron, come on out. <laughs> he's just like two feet tall. Uh, no, he's shorter than you. What do you? Yeah. What do you think would have would have happened? You know what, man? Just like everybody wants to say, like I'd be involved in you know selling drugs and gangs, right? And, like, shooting people. And, that wasn't like, where I was going you know with what I'm it. Saying? I'm saying like usually like when you come from the hood, that's what you think. But I never thought like that. And um, did you see the inherent stupidity of that stupidity of that from the top, from Giddy um, Up, of just like drugs, violence, uh, nah, crime? Man, it, was, it was like it was just a part of like everyday life. So it was just like. As a kid, I you know I, I hate I just hated that so much because it right. was just a part of my life that you know one had me you know I, I I was anxious all the time, so I never really had a chance to really like the freedom of being a kid because you have to always watch and pay attention to what's going on when when you see people in in that in that arena. Right. Well, you grew up in. Like the eighties and nineties in South Central, yeah. So that was the bad. That was time, like, yeah, that right? was like, that it was, was famous. Like, you know, hot is hot, you know what I mean? That's, yeah, you know. So that's, that's funny is that they never talk about the psychological ramifications of just growing up around. Yeah, that it's shit. like growing up in Iraq. It is. Yeah. it is. Yeah, when I did a documentary, that's what they were saying. Like the uh, the numbers of you know for post traumatic syndrome for kids growing right. up in Iraq and the South Central are pretty much. The same, if not more, over but, here in, in South Central yeah, Los Angeles. But it's very easy to not call that that, you know, and be like, yeah. because oh no, that's just L.A. and those are just people right. growing up right. there. Right. Iraq, it's like oh, it's a war and it's on. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's a, there's absolutely. a reason why. What do you think the the solution is? I mean, it's such a broad question, but how do you? I had thought well, the are, that, I, 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 how? Yeah, go. I think I, I mean, I think this. I think the solution is. Um, people obviously people working together. Right. I think um, for now, for the first time in our history as a country, you know, c- celebrity has all the power. Right. You know what I mean. So this is the first. This is like really one of the first moments in history where celebrities can actually do something and make a huge. You know, we talk about like being role models and as athletes and comedians and people like that, we talk about being role models and what we can actually do. But, like, the power of, like, unifying and uniting and, like, actually, you know, stimulating community, giving back to community, getting government to, you know, pay attention to what's going, you know, what's going on. Like, you know, all right, we should not be lacking, you know, we should not be behind to any country in education. We should not be behind... You know, what are we? Seventeenth, twenty third. I think yeah. we're way we're down. Way down. We're, yeah. yeah, and it's, it is like two different countries. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, like South sh- Central is like a different educationally yeah. a different country than Malibu. Right. And Absolutely. It's, and it's thirty minutes away. Absolutely. And then like you know even like the gang culture like there's a way to to like people gangbang because they don't have shit to do. So we have to. What happened to recess? What happened to after school programs? Right. What happened to our parks and recreations? Right. What happened to our you know, traveling teams, what happened to our park leagues and, uh, you know, arts and crafts and the drama programs and dance classes. Right. Like, you know, I think arts are arts and sports, you know, are take, take it out, you know, just, just, a, just an opportunity to get, get out of your mind and into a whole different sense of being, especially for a kid. It's your escape. 
when you take the th- those things away, which you know they are taken away in school. Right. These kids, they're they're basically in prison. Yeah, and that's what that's what's so crazy about the gang culture in South Central. I mean, your your documentary was on the Bloods and Crips, yeah. correct? And it's like when you talk about working together, took away all these programs. Then the Crips came around, and that was to try to work right. in the community. And then that's what's so pernicious about the whole thing. Right. And the government that kind of went, well. actually, you know what? We're gonna know, and yeah. then it became a war. Yeah. So, yeah. Um. I had the thought the other day. Well, first of all, did you see that most deaf thing where he got force fed? I heard about it. I didn't want to watch the, it. No, what happened? Basically, most wanted to show what the guys in Guantanamo go through getting force fed because it's Ramadan, so they're all getting force They've all been getting force fed, uh-huh. and now they're going to be even more force On Ramadan? Yeah, because they're, they're trying to fast, and they're all on hunger strikes to begin with, so all the guys in Guantanamo are getting force fed. They so don't most want, like, went through it. He went through uh, the... They basically they like shove a tube up your nose. Anyway, he w- tried to go through it, and he was crying within thirty seconds. Right. But I had the thought, and it was it did it got picked up and shit. But he's soft though. I mean, if it was a dude, yeah, from no, the streets, a real a real know? dude like if someone like that would like raise me, up, if it was a dude like me, forget it. I, uh, <laughs> no, but if they had if, but I my thought was if if seven more celebrities did it, right, it shit would have ended. Yeah, and it was like three days ago. It's like if Lady Gaga does it, if Bono does it, right. if uh, Jay Z does it, if Kanye, LeBron does it, yeah. then it's then they go. You know what? We are going to have to take a look at this, dude. I can't wrap my mind around the fact that there are people in Guantanamo Bay that have been in there for a decade without. They charges. still might have information about their friends that they haven't seen. Some in 12 of them, one hundred percent. I think nobody's even no, arguing no. are innocent. Yeah. Like, haven't done anything. They're yeah. just some dude that was in the wrong place at the wrong time. In prison for a decade. No charges. No lawyer. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's, it's hard it, to wrap your mind But you're around. right about the celebrity thing. But at the same time, as a celebrity, it's kind of a pain in the ass to have to do that shit. No, no, no. It is. It is. But, you know, with social media. Did you just it say it as take, a celebrity for yourself? No, I'm talking about him. It takes no. nothing but you know, sometimes right. a tweet and a pair. Like, we're all doing the same shit. We all have foundations. We're all trying to, like... Right. Cure cancer and fucking, you know, right. childhood obesity and education. Right. Everybody has something they stand for. And I feel like, you know, if you stand for cancer, there's probably like a hundred other celebrities that stand for, for the same cancer. Why don't you all get together and pull all your resources together and yeah. be a hundred people fighting cancer right. instead of being the one person who's doing it for, you know, a lot of times you do it for branding and different things right. like that. But I feel like if we're really trying to like, move shit forward and be a generation like we would all figure out because it's all on our Facebook profile, like all our, you know, Twitter and all that shit, all the information, just like, oh, oh education, yeah. education, let's yeah, go. Yeah, like, yeah. Education, yeah. yeah, education. Well, that, that was what somebody was saying when, I think it was when the gay marriage thing got overturned was like, the most pathetic feeling you have is when you tweet a sincere tweet about a political thing and then you go look how many retweets you got. Yeah. You know I mean, it's like, you feel so pathetic. You're like, I'm doing something good. And then you're like, really what you want is a bunch of faves. You're like, oh, yeah, shit. yeah, man, I'm popular on Twitter. Right. You know? Oh, that's why you do it. You do yeah, it yeah. for, yeah, you do it for like. Well, that's the thing. It's like, hey, look at me be political. I mean, yeah. I, that's. I don't think that's what you're doing because right. you actually go. Yeah, through the I mean, I'm ass. not. I'm not. Uh, you know, I'm not like Russell Simmons or you know somebody like that is just like showing up because it's like, okay, it's a cause. I'm gonna show up. I'm gonna get out because I'm a celebrity and like I'm not. A, I'm not about that shit, dude. I'm one. I don't feel like I'm like a celebrity. I feel like I'm just like. Everyday person, like right. you're gonna see me wherever. I'm gonna do what I gotta do to live, but at the same time, like I'm not going to occupy Wall Street because 
I'm a part of that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, You're the one percent. Yeah, I'm a part of that industry. You know what I mean? Right. And I'm not you about feel- to go and sit out there and like fight for something that I. If it made sense for me to be there, I would do the research. Because and it you, made no sense for some celebrities to be there. Because right. if you do the research and like who you are, you know what I mean, and what you're about, that has nothing to fucking do about you know. I, yeah. It's just like I'm not gonna be that dude that's chasing foundations and right. media. And how long do you think? I thought the other day. How long do you think it will take? Let's say America lasts a thousand years. Okay. Another uh, whatever. You mean the dominance of America or just America? No, America, America the Earth. Earth and America. Oh, the Earth. Let's say, but you have to, the Earth. Okay. That Earth. You, let, let's narrow it down. How long do you think it will be before there is uh, alien, equality? Uh, alien yeah. takeover shit. Yeah. Like, how long years? Alien takes I was actually abducted by aliens like two weeks ago. Is Tell that right? us about that. Yeah. I was um, on my way from Vegas here to L.A., and I'm driving, you know, like the windy, the windy road yeah. when you're coming in, like that's like on this like crazy slant. Yeah. So I'm a little tired and shit, and I see this light, and I think it's a big ass truck, you know, like oh fuck, like it's gonna be traffic, and I was just driving, driving, and next thing you know, dude, like I was in this fucking like steel thing, and these fucking crazy looking people, like half human, half like fucking. <laughs> Ugly motherfuckers. We don't know me. if you're being serious. Up or until not. this no. point, you've been such a cogent and, and, Dude, they've been, and, and they were right like, down the they middle. They were poking me on my nose and shit. They were, they were poking me on my nose and they were like looking at looking me in my eyes. They had my hands like tied up, and then next thing you know, like I was fucking in Montebello, dude, like burning rubber on the wall, on the way back to LA. It was like four o'clock in the morning. Did did that actually happen? Yeah. Wait a minute. Are you being for real? Yeah, hell yeah, dude. So did you stop your car? Man, to be honest, I don't even know. I just I just got off on the next exit. It was an in and out and I just ate like two in and out burgers and shit. I had sure. the shakes. I was like, what the fuck just happened? You had the shakes or you and had I a shake? I fell asleep. I had the shakes. I was shaking. I had <laughs> did you shakes. get a shake? <laughs> I had a shake, shake. a strawberry shake. Okay, sure, yeah, shake for shake. But I got out. But I got out the car. and I was like, "Damn, dog, did I just fucking fall asleep?" You know what I mean? Because how the fuck did I get from there to? So you're driving. You see a light. I Next see a light, and I think it's like a big truck, right? So I'm driving through a light. It's like red, and it's like white, and it's like bright. And I'm slowing down, thinking it's traffic. And next thing you know, I'm like. In another Can I just experience. say, though, like, Montebello, exit, next exit is, and I, all I remember is, like, someone fucking tapping my nose, my, like, raising my arm. <laughs> Can I just say that earlier you were going, I can't, when we asked you for a crazy story, you are like, you know what, I can't, can't when I'm put it. on the spot, oh, I really. So anyway. Oh, you know what, there was a thing where I was abducted by aliens yeah. last week, yeah, and they man. poked me in the face with the ugly people. What do you think happened? You think you got abducted? Uh, it's not an abduction. They were just that's not like, real. I don't think it was an abduction, dude. I think that they were, like. Give it like, cause now like I come back and like, I'm like sharper and shit. You know what I mean? Like I'm retaining information and you know, I can like, this is a tune up. I don't know what the fuck it was, but I, you know, <laughs> you know what it was? It's huh? the new chapter of the ABC program. They've taken, Where they, they they take, yeah. Yeah, yeah, they're, they're done fucking I mean, with white I people. Like, yeah. You know, maybe I was abducted by Illuminati and shit and they you know just tapped me oh, in. Oh, dude, you know come on. I mean? You know I'm Jewish. Why would you mention that? Come on, man. Uh, How are you even going to step to us with that? Yeah. Oh, really? Um, <laughs> you are now. That's a conversion process. <laughs> <laughs> when they poke you in the nose like that. No, but them aliens, that was some real shit, though, man. That was some crazy shit. Do you think that you you weren't falling asleep? 
No, I I mean I was tired, but I don't, I wasn't following. Right. I do. I mean I drive all the time from LA to Vegas and you know back and forth, so I wasn't. You got people in Vegas or something? You just enjoy Vegas? I, you know I live in Vegas. Oh, you do? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh, what How do you come? do here? Uh, I just be here all the time and shit, just kind of hanging out. You have a out. couple places here. You got a place here. Vegas, and then here I have you know I have a place here too. Right. Uh, what do you you just like Vegas? Well, I like Vegas because that, that's where I work out a lot. So Got when, it. When I'm training and getting ready and like the summer league and all that. Got so, it. You know, but you don't play in summer league though. No, but it's just good to Dudes be around, around. You know, like yeah. that atmosphere. So the problem with Vegas though is that highway. There's all those aliens on that highway. <laughs> man, that's some crazy. Man, it's crazy, dude. I'm telling you, it's some crazy shit. <laughs> Zigzag. That's some crazy. What's shit. the name of that town with all the X's and the Z's? That's where I'm picturing it. Yeah, oh. yeah, but yeah. it's not. It's like the equivalent that distance, but right past. Um, like uh what's that it's like right on that right on that curve when you're coming into fontana and all that and this is a dude who drives to vegas that. a lot yeah it's like it's right by whittier just fucking I mean, name I in town you know, i only get off on certain exits and that's why i like the whole you know montebello thing kind of shook me up yeah oh, you, you were in the zig six diddlex yeah. and then you woke up no, in i know no, no, why, why have you ever been X, to that bathroom X, with, with that that gas station the crazy bathroom Nah, you know, there was a horror movie about uh, that road, too. It was like a uh, somebody had made like a horror movie and just put it out, the, put it at the gas station. But I think it was, a, it could have been about aliens, so it could have been about the alien abductions that happened. <laughs> that you so. went through. Um, all right, and now you're, you're deciding. And I have a book coming out about my alien abduction. Are you serious? <laughs> Unwritten. Is any of this serious? Yeah, yeah. I believe I the alien I, part. No, it's, it, it is. I believe the alien part. That's the thing about people that get but every time by I aliens, go to write the book, like I just draw a blank. You know what I mean? It's fucked up. Wait, are you? <laughs> I think you're lying. Wait, are I you believe in aliens? Telling the truth. I don't believe in aliens. Like, don't believe. Uh, in yeah, I've seen nothing that would make me believe in aliens, other than the occasional video where I'm like, oh, that's like a right. real, right? Fun. That's a UFO. Like, that's not a human right. thing. What do you? You got some good? Do you believe in conspiracy theories? Um, you got some good ones. Did you believe some crazy... What's the craziest shit you believe? Aliens. You'd have to ask him. That there's aliens? Like, I mean, I he believes in aliens. Do you believe in too. an Illuminati? Yeah. I, now I that believe, you've gone to the... Do I believe in the Illuminati? Yeah. No, I, I don't really know what Illuminati is. Right, but now so that I you've gone I don't to... I the... understand it. You know, if I understood it, then I could believe in it or not believe it, but I don't really understand it because everybody's like... Oh, that's Illuminati. Oh, that's Illuminati. And They'll say so, anything, so like yeah. Anybody is Illuminati right yeah. now, so that shit doesn't really uh, make do any you, sense. Now that you've gone, now that you've gotten some wealth and you've got to, like, the halls of power, so to speak, do you find that the world is basically just run by greed and, you know what I mean? Like, that's the thing I think that conspiracy theories are born in is, like, it's not just greed. It's... This group wants this. It. Yeah, it's like like the thing with the Boston massacre. I mean, it's it's just yeah. I don't. I don't. I, well, I, I, it's I like almost that. the next day, people are going. These are all paid actors. This is all staged by Holly. It's like yeah. The, yeah. the immediate yeah. desire to yeah, that's yeah, false yeah, yeah, every phenomenon yeah, right. as some kind of right. conspiracy. Right. You're smarter than reality. Is what exactly. they're like, yeah. man. You can't pull reality on me. Like right. as if they could hire a hundred actors to be involved in this hoax, and none of the actors would ever say, Yo, "Yeah, I was there." But that's yeah. that's why I don't believe yeah. in conspiracies. Exactly. And like somebody would leak, well, somebody would lie. Was, yeah, someone was like like breaking it down, like you know, 
a conspiracy, like what a conspiracy theory is. I just could, you know, I can't remember. But the whole part of like, you know, a theory is is just a theory until you actually prove something. You know what I mean? Yeah. So you can like say whatever the fuck, anything yeah. could be a theory. You know what I mean? That's why I don't really, I don't understand that. Like if right. you if you say okay, that happened, but that really didn't happen, and there's there's something to prove that it didn't happen. Right then I'm rolling with that. You know what I mean? Like, I'm going to, like, look at that a different way. My thing about conspiracy theories is they're all... I don't believe your conspiracy theory until you put an ominous voiceover now over a you. shot of the White House. Now I can right. believe you. Then I believe it. I'm, I'm in. in. I'm in. Then I believe yeah. it. Is it, is it on YouTube? Yeah. Then it, I believe then it. Then I believe it. Or if, you, or if your face is blacked out and you're yes. worth right. more fool and it's like, why the fuck yeah. are we interviewing yeah. somebody who's Congress talking like Congress. this? Congress. Well, that's yeah. what they said in 9-11. They said that all no Jews died in 9-11, that, that, that they all got a call that morning not to go to work yeah. that day. It's like, the idea that Jews are so horrifying that they would not only receive the call, but right. then not be like, I'm going to call my friend. Yeah, like, and be yeah, like, yeah. You know, yeah, don't go well, to that's work. That's how nefarious Jews are. They won't tell anyone. Yeah, they're like, okay, oh, oh, they're all going to die? The people I've been working with for 20 years? Okay, yeah. cool, thank you. And what, Jew is, man. what, what Jewish or regular person is even answering their phone? Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that yeah. goes well, right to voicemail. Who's this motherfucker calling me at yeah. 6 o'clock Fuck in you the morning? Me, yeah. yeah. Uh, conspiracy theories are just like, you know. I mean, they're fun for the people who really get, you know, it's fun for conversation. It's, right. it's good conversation. Right, but you, like, the world's basically just run by greedy. I mean, I'm just like, shit, man, I'm happy to be alive. You know what I mean? Right. <laughs> At any point, some aliens could abduct us right now. Poke A our noses. meteor could crash through the window. Right. Somebody, you know, like, yeah. Illuminati yeah. could be outside with fucking, you know, ready to yeah. Do what they have to do. Like, who cares, man? We're alive. At any moment, I could get a call from the Jews, and they could say, "Kill these get two out of the yeah. Jews," and I would, and just I would get, do it. Just jump get across out of this table and get attack you guys. I'll be like, "All right, fellas. Well, this has been good. I actually got to go right now. But you guys, you guys keep should going. keep going. Yeah, don't go. I'm go come get outside. Some water. <laughs> 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 what, are you gonna, what do you think now? All right, so you're gonna you're gonna try. You're trying to. You're still playing. So you he basically did bust your. Did you bust your Achilles or your knee? My knee. So I had like an injury. He ripped everything. Yeah. And it was like the worst, one of the worst injuries to happen to someone in basketball. Mm-hmm. Where I tore everything in my knee. But, you know, through the grace of God, a great surgeon, uh, shout out Dr. Ainsworth Allen. Ainsworth. You know, for just performing a great surgery. The Knicks, uh, top-notch organization, been taking great care of me and, you know, helping me back to my road to recovery. And, you know, now I'm back on the court shooting and, you know, just got to get back in shape in order to give myself a chance. So, How many years in a row have you been playing basketball? 13 years in the NBA. In and you row. don't want to stop at all? There's no party. I, that- I mean, I've been out for a year. So in this year, I've been through a lot. You know, I've been through a lot. And I, at, at the end of the day, I know what I'm good at. Mm-hmm. And I know what I miss. And I miss. Like, okay. You talk about that. What did you what did you what have you been through in a year? Um, not being able to walk. Uh thinking that I would never play again, uh, thinking that I would never probably play basketball again, uh, being afraid to walk, being afraid to take steps, um, depression, you know what I mean? Being just like What depressed. were you afraid to walk for? What, 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 what was it that I was mean, the fear? I mean, I had my leg was in a uh, brace uh, for two months, and I couldn't bend it, or, you know, I had to stay straight, so – basically taking that step and right. learning to take that step and have confidence in 
you know, I'm going to make it off these crutches. And you're telling yourself, if I can make it off these crutches, I'll be all right. And then, like, you know, in a month, if I can, like, just basically, you know, walk and bend my knee just a little bit, I'll be all right. And it's just been, like, a year later, I'm still not on the court. So you can imagine just, right. like. What and what about the de- what about the depression part? Like, what did you just like the change of lifestyle? Yeah, it's just like you know, like they say, like when you retire, when you retire, you're kind of like in like basketball purgatory. You don't really know where you fit in. You don't really um, you there. The, you're not on the team anymore. You're like you're free to do whatever you want, but like you don't really know what you want to do. You, you know what I mean? It's yeah. just like. And then, like, you're still treated the same way. You know what I mean? And it's just you're confused. You, you know, you're confused. Not only that, I'm hurt. I'm taking Percocets right. for the pain. So I'm fucking, like, my mind is just, like, there's there's absolutely no way to focus. You know what I mean? Like, the focus is just, like, you don't know what to grab onto because everything is kind of, like, dangling out of your reach you right. know what i mean and there's there you know you you know that's when people say oh you get hurt you get, you know you really know who your true friends and family are and people mm-hmm. like that but it's just you learn more about yourself and what you really want and what you who you can rely on and who and how you can learn from the decisions you make to rely on people you know what i mean do you think like do you think kareem abdul jabbar still wishes he was playing basketball absolutely so forever yeah I mean, you just miss it. You know, you just miss the camaraderie. You miss, like, you ask any basketball player, you know, you ask Michael Jordan, he would love to be on the team right now. You ask Magic Johnson, he would love to be playing basketball Mm -hmm. right Right. now. Like, that is, like, that's what I was put on this earth to do. That's what we were put on this earth to do is play basketball, and that is, like, the thing that brings you the most joy. You know what I mean? That's fascinating, yeah. If you're going to be fascinating is that you're not going to stop. Finding moments funny but where I you don't, can I, take advantage. Right, you know I mean? but that, the interesting thing for me is, like, with comedy, you don't have a physical kind of window, window that you have. Yeah. And right. so it's like you guys, basketball players and athletes in general, are kind of living at the peak level of, of, human, life. of the human experience yeah. at the expense of the part where they can't do it anymore. Right. It's like you, you guys a live a little long more. career, and it's going to end up being a sixth of your life. Uh, right. Right. And it's like, what do you What do you do, what what do, do, you do? do now? Yeah. What do you do now? You know what I mean? Yeah. Who are you? What do you want to do? You know what I mean? Right. Because you never think that the day is going to stop when you're not on a team or you're not playing basketball or you can't dribble the ball. And now, like, okay, you have money. What, what are you going to do with your money? You know, like, shit, when I can walk. Do you wish when I can were- walk and I can bend my knee, you know where I'm going? I'm going to the club. Uh, <laughs> I got to get out, baby. You know? <laughs> and from that point, it's just like, do you, do you, do, uh, were there experiences where you treated guys that retired, got hurt, uh, got cut, that you look back and go, man, I should have treated him differently? Like, is it one of those things where you almost don't, when a guy's retired, it, players are like, Baby, there's nothing I can do for you. Like, there's uh, like, there's like this separation between you and guys that are actively in the middle of their career. I mean, the way I look at it is like, man, them dudes are in it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like being with the Knicks and you know them letting me hang around the team and be around the team this year. You know, when I went on a road trip, it was just like I couldn't keep up. You know what I mean? And it wasn't so much that they were like you can't be involved like they you know the team you know the guys they treat me just like one of the one of the guys but when you're looking at it 
I'm looking at them and okay, Melo got to get his rest. He got he got to be thinking about yeah. his life. Yeah, and what's happening in the team? Like, so you only have, you know, as a basketball player, you only have to share that emotion and that spirit with your with your team. Excuse me, with your teammates. Everybody else is kind of like in and out in a distraction. So for me, like looking at some dude that retire, like you feel bad. You want to help them, but there's nothing you can really do because life has to go on. You yeah. know what I mean? And, and you know, I just feel like had I – if I could start over, a lot of the injuries that I had when I was young, I would have sat out and not played through them because, you know, injury after injury compounds. And, you, and no matter whatever happens, you get judged when you get on the court. You know, like Derrick Rose. Everybody's yeah. calling – you can say whatever you want about Derrick Rose. Judge him when he gets on the court. And you watch all those people turn their comments around and praise him. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you, like if I was younger and, and thought the way I did now, a lot of uh, I would have missed a lot more games earlier in my career than trying to play through injuries. Because did I you feel just, like you owed it to the team, or you just you won well, no bitch? Well, just or like or when like, I when I was you know back then, like you you play. Yeah. You know what I mean? It wasn't like we didn't have physical therapists and like. You know, like a PT, a trainer, assistant trainer. We didn't have all the things that, you know, we do have. That's have funny. Now. It's funny so we just, had, yeah, we just had one trainer, you know what I mean? And, like, you got one guy trying to take care of 13, 15 guys, and technology is moving faster than, you know, actual hands-on medicine. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's just like, you know, so you just you can sympathize but, with so many people. But you've had a long career. I don't know a lot yeah. about basketball. You've played yeah. for a long time, right? Yeah. I've played oh, for 13 years. So, I, you know, I've been. What's the average career? Two, two and a half? Like maybe three or four. Got it. Oh, you're. That's real long. Yeah. Ah, that's fascinating. And you're, but you are definitely still trying to get back in the NBA. On I'm the just court. working to get in shape right now. You know, like, I, I do want to make a comeback. I don't want to go out like this. Mm-hmm. But, you know, the way I look at it, I just got to keep taking those small steps. Now do you think like, that the aliens were on some Space Jam shit? Did that, that occur to great- you? Great that occurred so much. Here. So much. It, it, that did occur to me because when I <laughs> right. came back, when I came back, I've been like, you know, like I've been dropping weight fast. I've been like moving a little quicker. Like my <laughs> spirit is better. Oh, they healed you. No, no, it's not. A, I don't think it's about healing. I think that you know, like, I was on my way, and whatever, whatever happened, man, is just like these aliens are. Fucking, when when like, was this? A couple weeks ago. Because I went and saw R. Kelly a couple weeks ago. I don't know if there's a coincidence, but if the Space Jam aliens visited you on the night of the R. Kelly concert, that would the Illuminati, y'all, the Illuminati. Yeah. R. Kelly's um, the head of the <laughs> Illuminati. And did you? F- R. Kelly how long does the soundtrack for the Illuminati? <laughs> <laughs> how long were you on Percocets for? Uh, a while, like two months, three months, maybe. like a lot a day, or just one or In two. In the beginning, like every every four hours because it would have been a lot of pain i would have been in i was in pain with like taking the percocet did you when you got injured was it immediate pain or was it just immediate like something's weird it was i i always remember it being the worst thing that the worst pain i've ever felt so that doesn't but at the same time it happened so fast that i was just like damn dude like my it felt like my whole life and my whole career flashed before my eyes. Yeah. And I was just like, fuck, dude. I know this hurts. Don't look at it. When I looked at it, I just, like, panicked. You know what I mean? I think I was... It wasn't... It's not... A, it's just your knee just looks my crazy. My kneecap dislocated. So my kneecap came all the way down 
you know, basically to like the middle of my shin Damn. on my side. And I had a big hole in my knee. You can pull it up on YouTube. That shit looks terrible. Though. Oof. Um, Let's pull it up. Kidding. Um, yeah, no. All right. Yeah, that's uh, that's crazy. And and are you – is there a party that's glad it happened in that it's a bit of a preview for yeah, retirement? Yeah, me, I mean, like, you know, I, I always feel like everything happens for a reason, you know. And for me, it gave me a chance to stop playing because I would have, like, ran my body into the ground. Because, I, you know, I love basketball and I'll play when I'm hurt. And sometimes, like, I can mask it, you know what I mean? Just because I, I know how to play basketball and I love playing basketball. Right. And I would have really done a, a, a great, great deal of damage to my body. And I feel like it's a blessing in disguise because now I can properly train and get my body in the right shape and move in the way that I needed to move on the court. Well, you, know you always I mean? had sort of weird – I remember there was a thing where, like, you – you'd get hurt and your weight and then you started doing yoga. Like you yeah. would go in fits and starts. It seemed like with taking care of yourself and then not taking care of yourself or, or am I yeah, wrong? I think the, you know, I think the weight thing just came when, when you're losing, you need an excuse. You know what I mean? Right. Like the week before we beat the Lakers and I wouldn't, I wouldn't know the way, you know what I mean? Or like the <laughs> week before we beat a team that we weren't right. supposed to beat. And it's like, I wasn't overweight in that game, you know what right. I mean? So, you know, but no, but it, from your personal so, point of view, so I think with me is just like earlier in my career, I played through torn cartilage in my knee. I played through. Um, would you get cortisone or you would just. No, I didn't. You know, it was just like, no, hopefully, it, you know, it'll dissolve if you just keep lift. Do you want to play? Do you want to have surgery or do you want to keep playing? And hopefully it'll dissolve. It's like, hey, I'll keep playing. Hmm. And when you're young and you're. You know, me, I was trying to dunk on everybody. I'm playing super fast. I'm jumping. I'm landing. It was just, you know, just you never you never think about what those minor injuries do and how they, like, trigger the back. And then I herniated my back, herniated a disc in my back, and I played, like, 50 games before I couldn't, couldn't even walk anymore. You know what I mean? And so I had to rehab that. And, like, you know, like – The I, back is almost worse than the knee, right? When people – yeah, the back is yeah because it's hard to come back from a back thing, yeah, right? Yeah, it's extremely hard to come back from a back, and I've had like three back problems well, in my well, career. So let's say you make this, you make a comeback, you have a, you go out the exact way you want, uh-huh. right? Whatever that is, whatever yeah. that looks like. If you score a hundred points, you get your dick sucked in the middle of the court. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Aliens come down, they touch the nose of the girl sucking Aliens your touch dick. Your dick. Uh, yeah, whatever, and then you retire. However, you want to retire. Right. What's going to make you happiest in your you're retired. You're out of basketball. What is it? What do you? What's gonna make me happy? Yeah. How you? Gonna... I just think being a dad. You know what I mean? Like, do you have any kids? No. Being a dad. Uh, you got through a 13 year NBA career with no. That's kids? the biggest miracle of your career. That's unbelievable. That's more yeah. shocking than the aliens, yeah. honestly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's just like being a dad. Just wear con. A... I guess just wear condoms. What? Come being, on. Being a family man. You know what I mean? Like I've lived like I've lived the high life and all that. So I think that. You know, what's fulfilling is just to really have the respect from your peers, mm-hmm. to be able to walk away knowing that I've saved enough money to live my life, to be able to transition into a business and do something that you want to do, and then have a family, you know what I mean? And just always be able to go have relationships where you can go catch up on a game and you know, yeah. go to an arena and get the same love that you, you know, that you right. get. Well, you always got love on the champs, man. You are you gonna? Are you here. gonna? You, well, you should. You could announce, right? I mean, I, I don't know if you have any yeah, opportunity, yeah, but you'd be good. I want to do some like uh, TV analyst work, some announcing, you know, just stuff like that, because I feel like 
you know, I could be the voice for the next generation of NBA fans. And, you know, uh, personally, I, I actually love all the guys in the NBA and what's happening in this new transition. And, you know, I feel like we need to support these young dudes and, like, bring an excitement to them instead of being so critical because they're right. young. And, and a lot of times announcers or TV analysts are older and, you know, they're – Older people always want to tell you what you should or shouldn't be doing are very particular or picky right. and, and, and opinionated. But I think that sometimes that you need a fresh perspective that, like, supports the psyche of, like, what these young dudes are going through now. Right. You know what I mean? And I feel like I could be that voice for the NBA. And are you going to – and you're producing movies and you're being – Yeah, I'm producing movies. Uh, I'm directing a documentary on the uh, Drew League, which is a summer pro-am basketball here in L.A. In Great. And Watts. Cool. You know, so doing that, I got a show on Esquire that's coming out. It's called How I Rocket. Uh, it's just a style show for tastemakers and, you know, in style, sports, you know, yeah. restaurants, business, stuff like that. Great. So you're like, you so have, moving, you're, yeah. this is a, if you're, this, this, you've done all right, man. Yeah. I mean, this couldn't have turned out too much better in terms of not. I, I'm a survivor. You know what I yeah. mean? I've survived. Yeah. I've survived. I've survived. I've, you know, dodged a lot of bullets. <laughs> you know what I mean? And like, uh, What I've is the it. story behind your bullet hat? And we'll close with that. Because that's the, the greatest. Yeah, it's like the greatest hat Amazing of all time. Hat. Yeah. I remember when they cut to it, I was watching it. I was like, is he wearing a Gucci hat with bullets in it? No, it was just, it wasn't a Gucci hat. It was a fedora. And I forgot where I got it, but I, I remember, I think I could have been overseas. It had M16 bullets, and it was live, like, real M16, M16 bullets. Now, are you supposed to put bullets close to your head? Is that where they belong usually? No, that's just what I was on, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. You know, I'm going to, I got my guy. It's a playoff game, yeah. With the bullets, you yeah. know, yeah. playing the Mavericks. That's the mode I'm in. Like, I'm in character. I'm ready to go, you know. I'm ready to go shoot shoot the place up, like you know. Yeah, you yeah. fuck around. Wise, you but, fuck yeah. around and fall asleep on an airplane. Two guys bah, get bah, in, bah. two guys get into a fight. You just got shot in the head, yeah. man. You shot yourself in the head. Yeah, lying. Uh, Who shot but, you? Um, you so did. The NBA was like people didn't really pay attention till it was on TV, and everybody was like, "Oh, he got bullets in his head. He got bullets in his head." And I was like, "Look, if they in my hat, they ain't killing nobody. So shit, maybe I should like start a whole you know style and fashion train around like bullets." Yeah. So I, like, made that, like, my whole thing for the playoffs is, like, if I got a bullet around my neck or if, I got, if I'm wearing right. a bullet, that's, like, one less bullet that's shot. And, you know what I mean? Yeah. Just kind of sp- spun it into, like, this whole little, like, fashion thing that I was going through. That's that shit was you hot. Seen, like, the, you know, the, the uh, fighter jackets with the bullets yeah. and, you know, all that. I was just – that's what I was into. Bullets. Bullets, y'all. Baron Davis, everybody. Thank Fuck with him. Thank you for coming Fo- by, What's your Twitter? Uh, Baron underscore Davis. Do you regret the underscore? I feel like nah, underscores. I mean, shit, he probably didn't have much of a choice in the underscore. I feel like you should be able to get your own. I feel like I, I wish I, I wish I was like better at Twitter, man. Just well, look, man, jokes, you're man. you know a, a I, amazing a basketball player. You're very wealthy. You're a film yeah. producer. You're very smart. You can't win everything. You didn't win the Twitter game. I know. But the look, Twitter game is not working for. When you, you know retire, I have, a, I have a problem with celebrity shoutouts. It's like tweeting people that are like right. celebrities that you know them and like being like public with, you know. You like it or oh, you don't like it? I, I don't really know how to do Like maybe tomorrow me and you can like, yeah, like hey, jokes against each other ha, like ha, on ha. Twitter. What, 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 Speaking of which, Neil, it's my fucking birthday last week. Happy and birthday. guess what you didn't do? I didn't. Uh, you, you know didn't, what? You I fucking specifically... give me the retweet you promised me, you asshole. Ooh. Oh. He said I for my birthday. Belated, <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very and, much. Uh, and toy. I don't. 
Toy. Happy toy birthday Davis. to you. Happy, more, more, more than happy anything, birthday, happy birthday, Toy. Happy, happy, happy birthday. You fuck with the champs. God bless. All we'll right. Saw, talk soon. Bye. Bye. Now you're fucking with the champs.